Yo, what's up? How's everyone doing? Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the AVR podcast. The the last episode of the podcast before we take a a brief winter break. Let everything relax for a little bit. Enjoy the holidays, even though I don't really really do too much for the holidays, but I'm going to try and enjoy them anyway. Today on the show, I'm super excited. Uh, The Talkies On, they're absolutely an incredible band. They've been together for just a little bit and they've put together three EPs that they released one month after the next. It's fucking dedication right there. All recorded in a very DIY manner in the the sort of uh, apartment that they have. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's really impressive that they were able to put together such uh, well-produced material um, in such a minimal space. It was really cool. Um, I had a lot of fun talking to the guys. We talked a little bit about sort of how the band came to be, Um, some fun stories about that. Um, a little bit about their songwriting process and their inspirations from uh, from the past as well. Um, all diverse influences that really created their unique sort of twist on on what I would call sort of shoegaze. Um, but it's a, it's a it's a unique and fresh reassessment of the genre. I would say um, had a lot of fun with that. So it's been a crazy crazy week. Um, as I'm sure you all know, we have elected a, a president of sorts. That happened. Yeah. So, and, and that's also another big reason why uh, why the ABR podcast will be taking a break because um, trying to and and maybe you won't like me for this. I just have to say it. Uh, trying to organize, uh, you know, protests and trying to organize people against this because. I don't support it at all, not one bit. I think it's the uh, the beginning of the insurgent rise of, of fascism in this country, and um, yeah, I'm simply not going to stand for it. I hope you don't either. Um, keep your eye on the AVR podcast page as it becomes uh, probably more political, and then unlike it, probably you, you'll probably do that. Um, considering I'll be going off topic and off brand and all that, but that's what's going to be happening. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy uh, this conversation. Uh, we were very chill. We were sitting on the on the floor, cross legged. It felt like a sort of like spiritual gathering. Their kitten running across my laptop quite a bit. It was it was adorable. I enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, definitely uh, keep an eye out, though, for the talkies. They're going to be performing this Sunday, actually, with Mange and Name Tags at Unicorn Gardens. Um, check out the event page. Obviously, uh, you know, message whoever for the address. You can message me. Uh, you can message the talkies. You can message the hosts of the event. Um and yeah, I mean they're gonna have a lot more performances coming up in the future. This one's gonna be especially sick. It's a house show, my personal favorite 
then you type. And I hope yours is well. All right. Well, here's the talk. I hope you enjoyed it. The talk with the talkies. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening today. I'm sitting down with the talkies. How are you guys doing today? Yeah. Pretty you good. Got, yeah, you got. <laughs> if I was the first person to take the mic, it's like none of you guys get to talk. You're the leader. It's okay. No. You're allowed to, you're allowed to lead. lead gently. <laughs> Pretty solid. <laughs> I'm swell. Fantastic. Okay, so we're all yeah, fine. We're all good. We're all here. <laughs> There's no more glass, I don't think. And, and we avoided a puddle in the hallway. It's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, can you all uh, introduce yourselves and just what you do in the band uh, to kind of start us off? My name is Marissa. I'm vocals. Word. Taylor, I play bass. Jake, I play guitar. I'm Austin. I play the drums. Awesome. Right on. <laughs> so um, you guys have like a pretty a pretty good like catalog of music so far, I'd say, um, over like a, a fairly brief period of time, if I'm correct. Um, so I guess just kind of like get a little bit of background of uh, what what your musical uh, experience has been, um, I guess, starting with you. Um, like when did when did you start getting into music? When did you start realizing like that was a thing in your life? Um, I think like I when I was in second grade, I like started to write songs and they're okay. all pretty bad. Yeah. Like. I guess they were good for a second grader, but <laughs> it was all about nonsense and stuff. But like ever since then, I just always like was constantly thinking of that and like thinking of lyrics and putting it together and like writing on napkins in restaurants, and, you right. know, the whole like shebang and whatnot. Okay. So that was always, it was kind of like a, like poetry and writing kind of just like spoke to you or. I don't know. I guess like. I would just like randomly think of the stuff and I'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. And then awesome. write it down. It's weird. Word. Um, I don't know. It's really lame, but like I remember <laughs> watching uh, Xenon 2 on the Disney Channel. Okay. And Billy Idol played like a uh, protozoa and he played like an acrylic guitar. And I was like, oh, oh man, <laughs> that's what I want to do. <laughs> So, yeah, um, that's Xenon. Me. Not Xenon even Xenon. Two. No, Xenon 2. <laughs> yep. That's, I'm surprised that didn't make like the top 100 list of like classic movies. Uh, I guess I did, I did orchestra as a kid, but it was way too disciplined for me. And I was not dedicated enough to it because I remember spending all my cello lessons just like bullshitting with my teacher about movies. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's then I, cool. yeah, but I just I joined the jazz band and did like switched to guitar yeah. from cello, and uh, God, I guess I got involved in a lot of projects throughout college, and I got a chance to work with some really cool people, so it was really nice and met up with these guys pretty recently. It was really uh, great to be involved with them so far. It's been really fun. Word, glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> for you <laughs> um i tried to learn guitar in like fourth grade yeah. and i didn't try very hard so i stopped <laughs> and then um like, this isn't working yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then when i got to college um she was in a band with like two other dudes and uh 
Jake was in it and then they needed a bassist. Word. So I learned bass. Right on. Okay. So it was just like, it was a, a necessity sort of thing that just like yeah. made you gravitate to bass. All right. Right on. That's really cool. It was cool. like a pretty epic proposal. Like we were on our way to Godfrey's and we both, um, me and the guitarist at the time, like got down on one knee and was like, Taylor, it's like, it's will you be our <laughs> bassist? <laughs> it was right after like... But can you It was like an actual proposal though? Oh yeah, no, I got on one knee. It was right after that homeless dude was yelling about something in the dumps. Do you remember that? It was like something about Walmart, I think. About Mr. Rogers. Oh shit, he was I was like, my name's Mr. Rogers and this is my neighborhood. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. We're like so young, like 18, 19 years old. such an intimidating thing when taken out of context. You're like, this is my neighborhood. Like, okay. It like if regular Mr. Rogers said so that, it's totally innocuous. <laughs> That's like the two main things I think of. I think of you starting to play the bass is going to Godfrey's, living in that shit apartment with like 10 people in Mr. <laughs> Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> That's like about it. That's incredible. <laughs> so like, um, did you guys know, like, th like how did the band name come to be and like the concept of the music? Did that sort of precede you guys coming together or was that something that just kind of evolved out of that or? Um, definitely music came first and then like band name concept came second. Yeah. Taylor actually named us. I name most of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of our stuff is really bad names. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't I say know. so, but <laughs> I, I just thought it was cute. Good. <laughs> so, so that's why we're called that. It's cute. That's what they. That's what they. They called movies. You know, like when they. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they first started having sound in it, they called them talkies because they weren't just moving anymore. That's great. <laughs> Aww, it makes so much sense. Right? Making <laughs> so many connections here. For real. Um, so did you guys like immediately kind of like how did you how did you go about playing as a band? Like did you start uh like jamming together a lot and then like try to record things or did you like go out into performing uh right away? Because you guys perform quite a bit. Um uh from at least everybody around me is always like why are they, why are they everywhere like what's going oh, on for real? <laughs> yeah that's so good okay yeah. <laughs> uh yeah sure um i don't know i think when we first started like uh i don't know we we were in a band before like marissa said and then that kind of dissolved and then uh, I guess like uh, Marissa and I just kept wanting to like keep jamming and stuff. And then obviously, you know, Taylor's a part of it too. So like yeah. we just kind of kept that together and we just kind of started this new project and we didn't really, I don't, it was kind of for fun, I guess. I mean, it's always been for fun, but it was kind of like more of like a, uh, you know, let's do something that we like in our free time and play some songs, make some songs, record some stuff on like my laptop or whatever, and put that out there and Word. just like to have a, you know, a band online. Woohoo. We have like a band camp or whatever. Yeah. 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 But, um, I guess it wasn't like, and that was like a few years ago, you know, and, uh, and then we kind of started taking it way more serious. Um, uh, more recently, you know, when kind of Austin joined up, okay. uh, you know, or in like the summertime, maybe like towards the beginning of the summer. And that's when we were like, uh, over the summer we did like, a. I was stupid. And in the beginning I was like, let's release an EP okay. first of every month Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. three months. I, I noticed, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah. and I was, it was pretty impressive. 
I was, I was, I don't know, getting cocky and thinking that it would be way easier than it was. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and we it actually worked out. So we were able to do it, which was really cool. Yeah. And, um, so I guess it's kind of all picked up momentum really fast, really recently, I guess, you For know? Sure. So, um, I don't know. I don't even know if that answered the question. But that's it's kind of in a, in a, a yeah, roundabout way. It kind of does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, but, um, so did you find that the the like recording process was like you said it was a little like more than you expected, or was it was it like at the actual process of recording, or was it just trying to pump shit out so fast that it was just we like yeah. write like relatively quickly. By yeah. by when I say that, I mean that like um if someone has an idea for a song, we'll have the full song, like, you know, after like one practice and then just like, it's a matter of like, you know, jamming a little bit and trying to get it down. Um, so when it came to like writing stuff and just having like material, that wasn't really the hardest part. It's just, um, I don't know why I, I personally hate recording, but like, I've always like made it my responsibility to to do that. (laughs) Like even like, like starting in like middle school when it was just like little garage, like jam bands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just a little, just a little bit of masochism, just like sitting out there. I like, don't know. It's like, I hate this. I'm doing it. <laughs> that, and I guess it's like, it's, it's just the, the perfection that has to go into it or whatever. I don't know. And that's why I kind of like a little more like, like the DIY, like kind of punky kind of spirit about like our projects and everything is like, um, it, it's not, I still, we try to get it like as perfect as can be, but you know, like it's, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, like a certain definition of like, you know, super clean or yeah, like, yeah. You know, something like that. You can kind of play around with all those different things. Right. Yeah. And that's something that, I mean, like, uh, just, just the whole kind of like genre that you guys seem to emerge from. Um, it was like always interesting. I mean, just like when, when like, like shoegaze and sort of like that, like distortion and all that stuff became mm-hmm. very interesting. I guess like in the late eighties and early nineties. Yeah. Um, that was like sort of a, a whole new thing for people where it was like, okay, like, and a lot of people didn't like that at first, I guess, but <laughs> nowadays yeah. it's, it's kind of like had a resurgence and I think yeah, you're one, exactly. of the only, one of the only bands in Richmond that actually, um, is like doing this like sort of new shoegaze thing right now, which is really cool. Right. Um, <laughs> and so like, well, uh, that being said, like, did you guys, are there any like, specific bands like in the past that have, have like really inspired your style um because i mean obviously there's there's a million inspirations i'm sure for all of us but um like that really like inspired your your sound as a band or i mean i'll pass this off i don't yeah. want to be the uh i'll just say like mine i guess first but yeah. um uh like you were saying like there is this giant like resurgence right now of like uh like you know emo revival shoegaze revival and mm-hmm. then um i kind of <laughs> in high school uh i kind of followed like the whole like northeast uh you know uh pop punk and then like they kind of all together decided to that they wanted to get into like 90s grunge or shoegaze or emo revival mm-hmm. like like citizen title fight uh super heaven um stuff like that and Word. then i guess uh like that's kind of like what i have listened to over the years and i kind of my taste kind of changed with that i guess i don't know like when the res- like the kind of revival thing came around that's when i started listening to like earlier like uh like dinosaur jr knapsack home yeah. stuff like that and that kind of got me into that and then like that i don't know you can like go to different points and i don't know it just shows i don't know <laughs> 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 I, 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 
<laughs> so basically, the answer to inspirations is I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much, no, I'm just saying. Like, I guess the more, yeah, the more you like, I don't, uh, I don't know how to word it. The more I like got into it, it kind of showed me more things. <laughs> I'm sorry, this guy is like the most distracting <laughs> guest I've ever had. You guys can't see this. Yeah. He but thinks the cat it's is his now show, dude. Just going to town on my Vitacoco. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm okay with that though. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, same question for you though. Um, um personally, like I really taught myself, like, I guess you could say taught myself how to sing mm-hmm. um in high school and middle school just by listening to like mainly and you know different bunch of like female artists stuff like that i really like um oh crap what's her name i can't believe her name but flyleaf girl okay yeah um cranberries i was really into paramore for a minute as we all oh, probably yeah. were <laughs> it's um, hard not to be <laughs> just um alanis morissette like i kind of like adopted or in lord is a big yeah, one i really right. like her like tree like style and it just kind of like frankensteined this vocal style in my head <laughs> of just adopting like different things from all of them yeah. and like incorporating it into one just shindig little components from from each of those that you enjoy yeah yeah and then like as far as writing goes i really like really syllable like heavy lyrics yeah and like one cool thing about this band is that it challenges me because i have really like adopt to what jake's doing with the guitar and stuff okay and so i've learned how to like stray from that and do like different like kinds of um lyric styles which is really cool okay like, interesting using like less words or not would you stop <laughs> like not um relying solely on lyrics to like tell the story yeah. and allowing like his like guitar or like the bass and the drums to really like fill in those spots and like do its job which is i think so cool okay yeah and then kind of using the your your voice is more of just like an, an instrument as well right yeah, yeah. It's very interesting that's really cool <laughs> um how about, how about for you uh in terms of musical influences with i mean you just so you just pretty much recently started learning bass yeah so that's kind of like <laughs> interesting to see that but um which by the um, way that's pretty incredible um <laughs> but yeah uh like over the years, were there anything that like really kind of inspired your playing style or, or the sound that you're going for? Um, I don't know. I listen to like a lot of like sad 80s goth music and like oh, yeah. Depeche Mode and The Cure and really into the Smiths and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess since I'm a new drummer, I don't have as much like music that I directly translate to uh, what I play, but. I guess I used, like, when I first got my start drumming, it was just a few years ago, just with uh, my friend's band, and I was doing a lot of, like, really, I don't know, I think overcomplicated stuff to just kind of, like, uh, s- sound better than I am, be- am at playing. Okay, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> trying to, like, cover up bad techniques. So I'm just, I for this, it's more like trying to be- keep a consistent, like, energy, and I don't know, I've really gotten into a lot more like 80s new wave stuff a lot like pretty recently i really uh stayed away from uh stuff with that sort of gated uh gated reverb drums Mm -hmm. that always turned me off but i guess i kind of got an appreciation for it recently and okay cool (laughs) right on 
Um, so that's, that's interesting though, what you said about trying to do, uh, like complex techniques in order to cover up, well, complex things to cover up poor techniques. Cause I feel like that's a very common thing for a lot of musicians and I I'm guilty of it myself. Um, something to avoid probably. Um, <laughs> so you, like I, like I said before, you guys do perform, uh, quite a bit. Um, in my opinion. Um, so like I've seen a lot of different house shows and things like that. Is there any like specific shows that like stand out in your memory, like the first show or like anything like that, that were like really impressive or like just venues that are super awesome? (laughs) I thought our first show was really dope because it was with this band called the simple pleasure who I had been following for like years and I like saw them in concert a bunch of times and stuff. And I just like, ended up hitting them up on Facebook and I was like, Hey, do you want to play a show with us? And they were like, so down. Yeah. And, uh, we, I just ended up like booking this house show. I like asked them to play a show before we even had a drummer. I think we got a drummer like the week. Yeah. Like the week before the show, it was ridiculous. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that was super exciting and crazy nerve wracking. And it was, that was my favorite. Yeah. It, It went, it went well though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Afterwards, we were like talking to them, and they were like, "That was your first fucking show." And we were like, yeah, <laughs> and it, it made me feel like we didn't suck. <laughs> that's that's how it should make you feel, I'd imagine. Oh my gosh, um, we played a house show. I want to say like two months ago or something, but it was really cool because it was the first time people wanted an encore, which oh, yeah. was really like awesome. I was. So we were, I think we're all pretty caught off guard by it, but we were just, and people were like jamming like super hard too. I was really drunk, so I don't know how I sounded, but (laughs) I'm assuming it wasn't too shitty because everyone was really about it and stuff. But I just was like, oh shit, they actually want us here. (laughs) Like That's a big deal. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. Do you you remember where that was? The castle. castle. Castle? Yeah. Very cool. Um, I don't know. There's not really like one that kind of sticks out, but, uh, Gordon Hughes has the, the place that was just, uh, it's called the place, but, uh, that's the, (laughs) the, our first show was there. That's the one Taylor was talking about. We played there a few times and Gordon's great. And he always has good people coming out. And, uh, I don't know. He's very like, uh, in to like the Richmond music scene. So he had a lot of people know him and a lot of people come out to his shows. So it's always fun going to play at his, his place. Like it's in the basement of a, his house. Yeah. But, uh, there's like this weird kind of like stage sort of thing. It's just like a concrete barrier and it's like kind of lifted up a little bit. And okay. I don't know, it's, it's pretty sweet. And he has like a cut, like artists come down there and like paint on the walls and stuff. So oh, nice. it's, it's probably one of the coolest house venues, uh, I've ever been to. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I really want to check that out. That sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, it's pretty like, I mean, it's pretty hard to find a house show venue that actually does have like a, a legitimate stage yeah. or any kind of stage. I mean, yeah. there's right. not even an illegitimate stage usually, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I can't really think of any specific like venues. I guess I just really like playing places like strange matter where they, you know, mic up everything and yeah. you get a sound check. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier you, you to like, play. You like the sound checking. <laughs> yeah. When I can't hear myself, it makes everything really stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I but imagine. sometimes I hear myself too loud and then I like, uh, <laughs> get even more nervous. It's gotta be just perfect. I'm very temperamental. So I like a, I like a venue that can pamper a, a fussy drummer. <laughs> that should be strange matters. New like slogan. <laughs> we pamper fussy drummers. 
God. They have to pay. They have to pay us for that if they do that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you guys, um, I guess basically pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about. But um, other than just like, I mean, you've got the three EPs out right now. Um, well, wait, wait, where did you guys record those? Actually, I I didn't know that. I was Jake's in the closet studios. Yeah. Word. In the closet. That's pretty excellent. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like. He'd set up his equipment in their old apartment. Or we did some here as well. Yeah. I just remember like up here. Oh, I'm thinking of like the first like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've done them all here actually. And they've yeah. all been like um, all in one shot. So like Word. it's it's so crazy. So like vocals, guitar, everything. It's literally played the entire duration of three minutes at a time. Like nothing's like. That's so awesome. Which Word. is so crazy. Yeah. I think that's really awesome. That's that, a fun way to do it. I yeah. mean, you kind of capture the the essence of, of like your performance and just, I don't know, it's just a, a more sort of like real and authentic way of, of conveying your, your art there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally am about it. Yeah, right on. And that definitely shows through for sure. Um, but do we have... Uh, any plans in the in the near future for any new releases at all? Can we expect like a, a full album at any time or like anything like that? Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, um, uh, kind of busted our asses for the for the summer releases. <laughs> As for uh, in the near future, I don't know. But we're greedy consumers, yeah. <laughs> okay? And I, we know, want more. I know. I know. We. Yeah, I mean, we have like shows uh, yeah. coming up later, like later this month, and like I think actually so far it's just later this month. But yeah. I mean, Taylor, Taylor, I don't know, she busts her ass booking shows and everything. She's kind of the workhorse on that front. Right. But um, as for releases, I don't know. When it came down to like the beginning of the summer, I was like, I don't really want to make like a like a full length. I think it'd be way cooler if we just like had a few EP releases yeah. over a period of time. Cause that's kind of, I don't know, to me, that's more interesting. I kind of like it when like bands do that sometimes too, where it's like smaller projects, like more frequently as opposed to like getting worked up for like this one long release. And I, maybe I'm like, I'm comparing it to like TV shows where like orange is the new black comes out and I watch the entire season in a day yeah. and then I have to wait a year yep, yep. <laughs> or more so stranger things, like, <laughs> you know? So I don't know. We'll probably make a few more EPs. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, we'll change our mind and make a full length in like for the summer. So <laughs> no, I, I like the yeah. idea of the concept of doing like a bunch of, uh, frequent shorter projects though. I think yeah. like that's, uh, that's a unique thing. There's a, yeah. there's a few acts that do it uh, quite a bit, but I'd say most people probably don't. So yeah, it's a good way to go. Yeah. Definitely dis differentiates you guys a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. But you said there's some shows coming up, uh, within yeah. the next few weeks, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we're playing at My Noodle on the 18th um, with that comedian Mike Mike Ingle, England. Yeah, Mike Engel. whatever. He actually just performed at the, uh, the show that I hosted last night. So yeah, yeah. I, I work with him. <laughs> okay, oh, you work there as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, we're playing awesome that, and then I think I might be wrong, but I feel like we have a show on the 20th at Unicorn Gardens. Oops, sorry i feel like that's right and then um <laughs> and then on the 23rd we're playing strange matter right on and that's it so far very cool well i definitely am looking forward to it and um hopefully yeah we'll have have some new music from you guys sometime soon so far it's been absolutely amazing and yeah definitely keep up i mean in such a short period of time you've gained what seemed to be 
a lot of uh, fans and and a lot of respect and and with good reason so hopefully uh, the future is just as good i think it will be <laughs> but yeah Thanks. yeah thank you guys for joining us i appreciate it you're joining me and your cat as well <laughs> <laughs> it's presley show sick one that's one of my favorites quite sick emotion sickness by the talkies it's a great song 
Um, you can check that out and all of their other music on Bandcamp. Um, that's off their their EP, Izzy Spizies. It's pretty hard for me to say that. I don't know why. Um, yeah, they got three EPs up right now, full of great music. Really listen to any song, and then they're all absolutely phenomenal. Um, I really enjoy them. Um, yeah, a big thanks to those guys for having me over and talking to me. It was a really enjoyable episode. Um, once again, you definitely want to check those guys out on the 20th, this Sunday, coming up. Um, it's going to be a really excellent show. Um, they're going to be performing alongside some other great bands, Mange um, and Name Tags. That's at Unicorn Gardens. Um, bring $5, and um, it's going to be a, a fairly early show, around 7 o'clock, 7 to 11, roundabouts there. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, and I hope you all enjoy your holidays. I hope you all um, don't forget what's going on in the country right now um, with Standing Rock, with Trump, with all the the violence and hatred that's being hurled towards minorities, um, all, all people of color, um, LGBTQ, I mean, you name it, women. <laughs> like, please be an ally to those people. Be someone that, that, that your community can turn to. Reach out and help your community at the very least. And if not, you know, come join us in the streets and march. And, you know, march. If you, if you can't go to D.C. on the 20th of January, then, then march on Richmond on the 20th of January and show your disapproval. Um, please do that. Also, if you're interested in uh, getting more involved in, in sort of the, the fight against fascism, I highly recommend uh, liking the page A-S-H Ash on Facebook. It's anti-fascist Seven Hills. The anti-fascists leave Richmond, essentially. Um, there's a lot of other good good pages you can like if you ever have any questions about that feel free to message me at the AVR podcast or personally at Stephen Daedalus on Facebook yeah well happy happy holiday season to everyone I'm gonna, I'm gonna let go of the heavy stuff for now and uh yeah um, keep keep posted on the AVR website for new episodes that may be coming up soon. It's a surprise. I'm going to surprise you either way. Don't know what to expect. All right. Y'all have a rad time. I'll see y'all around. Thanks for listening.